0: concession welcome to another exciting episode of the devil's due i am your host carl duty with me as always is a man who is partly metal partly real mr drew celestino partly metal partly metal that's fair because you have to also be partly real
1: fair enough oh okay literally metal yeah oh okay we're not being figurative
0: no okay i mean if we're being figurative you're all metal sir
1: i appreciate that but the metal (laughs) community would disagree with you but that's okay because i don't care what they think
0: (laughs) do you you recognize where that's from though no partly metal partly real silver
1: oh yeah yeah then the dude with the guitar with the cowboy hat 'Cause that makes sense in space.
0: Well, of course.
1: They make sense in Silverhawks all that matters.
0: Yeah, I've come to the conclusion that if I can't think of a quippy intro for you, I'm just gonna use old taglines from eighties cartoons.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Works see, for me. See if I can stump you. We've had three so far. I think they've all worked out well.
1: I, I got that centurion one to my to my shock. <laughs> but yeah, cool.
0: All right. Dude, we are back. We are we, we 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 are back. We are back. You we are back together again. Yeah. it's weird. This time, like we've gone longer in between recordings in the past, but for th- for some reason, this time seemed longer than past. Well, like, I was away. I-, I missed you. There's a time
1: zone change.
0: Yeah, and maybe you know, maybe it's the whole you know, last week's episode had nothing to do with me or <laughs> no. It was <laughs> very it was- uh, very much a. a- it was a, not, it was a very odd episode. It <laughs> was a fun episode. I lo- I loved listening to it. It was it was interesting going into an episode of our show not knowing what was going to be discussed. Um, crossing my fingers that you know we would stay family friendly. We,
1: I like to think that we have set the, the over time we have set the boundaries and I've adhered to them.
0: And I appreciate that. And like uh, I, I think I've have. I have learned them yeah. and I can now impart them onto I, others. I I will say this though, the. Uh, Under normal circumstances, the sound of chewing drives me crazy. Ah. When it's being shoved into my ears by my (laughs) Bose headphones. Because you guys couldn't be bothered to finish your dang meal before no, you started we, the nope, podcast, we had to crush oh, that In and Out burger. Oh, it was going, driving me crazy.
1: Well, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. All right, so we were in a hallway.
0: That's, <laughs> that's the best I could do with <laughs> the sound quality. Yeah, this is the other thing I was wondering about. Like, they didn't have like a just like a side room or like a conference no, room or something. You know, they paid to, pay late to at use night? it. Oh, that's messed up.
1: Yeah. So we 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 were looking around like, where where are we gonna go? And the thing is, everywhere we went. If it didn't have,
0: it was like really late at night, though. Yeah, it? it was like
1: after midnight, but they still the doors locked for the conference room, so you had to pay to get in there. So this one guy who like worked at the hotel showed us to this like, it's like there's this area of the hallway where no one really goes, and you guys can just you know go in there. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, because I was like, no one's there, cool. So we sit down, we get ready to to go, and they have you know it's a hotel, and even at all hours of the evening. They've got music playing in the hallways, oh. and it was just loud enough to pick picked up on the on the recorder, uh. and I'm like, oh, God, I can't deal with this. So we walked around the hotel for for a little bit, trying to find a quiet spot, Yeah, and we found the quietest spot we could, but even then, there was like a, a cool. it was right by one of the stores in the yeah. hotel, so I could hear the cooler, like, you know, the, 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 the store, hum. the hum of the cooler. I'm just like, yep. oh, God, I hope this <laughs> doesn't drive everyone <laughs> crazy. At one point there was this weird guy using the ATM behind us And I'm like you know How long do you think your average ATM transaction takes Minute two minutes This guy was back there for like 15 minutes Jeez. I'm just like, what's he doing? What's going on back there? Is he going to murder me? <laughs> Is he going to murder <laughs> me? Maybe he's really in, in, like you know enamored by the conversation about NJPW. I quite don't possibly,
0: know. Quite possibly. It could be considered the first live Devil's Do show. <laughs> to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> At the ATM. Well, you know, <laughs> we start small. We build on what we Sure. Can. Sure. So, I just want to say a big thanks to J.J. El for helping us out with that episode. I know you guys had a blast doing it. And oh. I appreciate it. 'Cause I hate to leave the people without the sounds. We had so much fun. <laughs> we avoid it when we can. We're gonna have Jay back on very, very soon.
1: We we were buzzing the whole time we were there. It well, was yeah.
0: it was uh it was magic. So So and that leads us into opening statements, sir. How was your week? Who <sighs> okay. So um I guess do we have to back up to Cali and I mean, Seattle and it. All right. I would say I would say fill us in on Cali non wrestling related. Okay, non wrestling. You you filled us all in on that last week.
1: We sure did, and I'm glad uh, you had a good time. It was incredible. It was just so much fun. So Cali, I've determined that um, I've been to L. A. twice now. Yes, I do not need to go again. (laughs) (laughs) That is not to say that I. It's bad. That's not to say that, you know, it, I have some a, kind of grudge against the city or anything. It's just that I've been is there it, twice. i it a
0: perfectly cromulent city?
1: Look, I you know, <laughs> I think of, like, New York. Yes. And I've been to New York no less than pff, 10, 12 times. Yeah. Maybe more. And I'm never lacking for, like, what to do. Yeah. I've been to L.A. twice. And like, I thought the first time I missed some things, so I kind of filled in the blanks this time. Yep. I checked my itinerary. I'm doing the Googles. Like, what do I? What the? What are the absolute must dos of LA? Uh, I've done it all. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of stuff. <laughs> okay, we're good here. Um, now a resident of LA would be, be like, "Dude, you have no idea. There's yeah. you know this and that." And it's like, yes, you might be right, but your traffic is god awful, and I'm not going to be hunting down these things. It's going to take me. An hour to drive a mile just to find whatever it is that you know you yeah. want me to go to. But any in any case, in any case uh, I don't mean to disparage L.A. It's a, it's a fine city. Um, it's fun. The first day I was there, a friend of mine, my guitar builder friend from San Diego, actually drove up from San Diego. And it timed out where um, I was going to be able to meet him in Los Angeles that morning. So uh, the wife brought a friend to L.A. So... I was like, "Well, I've already they brought they wanted to do touristy stuff," and I was kind of like, "Well, you know, I don't need to see the Hollywood Walk of Fame again because it's kind of it's kind of trashy anyway." Spoilers yep. for those who've never been there: it's really not that great. So, if you want to take her and go do the spoiler or the the touristy stuff, drop me off at this location and I'll roll with my boy from San Diego for a little while, and then I will we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So we did that. Um, I got dropped off at ESP USA uh, headquarters in in California. ESP is a guitar manufacturer. Okay. Um, Japanese guitar manufacturer. They're the best. They're among the best in the world, in my opinion. But they have a USA uh, shop and import and headquarters in LA. I didn't get to go inside, but I did get to see the outside. (laughs) I'll take what I can get.
0: Was it not for lack of trying?
1: I didn't want to push my luck. They were probably, you know... I don't want to get in trouble in LA, you know, LAPD and you're white. Right. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> you know, I don't want to push my luck as all. Well. So, um, in any case, that was kind of cool. Got to see the outside. Uh, I got to meet their master painter who, uh, was going to be painting a guitar for my builder friend that he brought up. Um, they were all very impressed with it, which was kind of cool because I knew Rob's work was really good. So now ESP agrees. Apparently Nice. But we got to keep it on the down. Though. Anyway. Oops, <laughs> we gotta
0: give out that. One. So we're putting on <laughs> yeah. a podcast.
1: Anyway, from there, uh, I hit up. We hit up the rock shops, and this is stuff that the, the girls had no interest in, but I have interest in. So we went to the sun, uh, to sunset, and on sunset there is Limestone, a
0: stone quartz. You know the usual rock.
1: Uh, what? It
0: was a dad joke.
1: Okay, it's, it's good. Bad one. I missed it. Can't yeah.
0: be that good. Anyway, I never said it was good. <laughs> we said it was? I got to hit up
1: the uh, the great big guitar center um, on Sunset and the um, the Sam Ash as well. Very fine, uh, well, fine. Put it this way: the guitar center that we have here in Buffalo, the two of them, yes, are like the most Walmart pale imitations of a, of of Los Angeles. Los Angeles's well, guitar yeah. center is like the guitar center.
0: I mean, there's a reason, you know. L.A. rock scene and all yeah. things like that. Yeah, of course, it's yes. going to be better. They
1: have real things there, <laughs> like <laughs> things that people would really want to buy. Gotcha. So it was pretty, pretty cool. Um, Sam Ash, the same thing. And then we went to the Mesa Boogie store. Uh, Mesa Boogie is my amplifier brand of choice. And uh, they have a little shop uh, right in Los Angeles, right across the street from the Guitar Center. And we got to rock out in a couple amps for a little while, which was kind of fun. And then Rob and I parted ways, and I departed, and I met the the girls at the uh, La Brea Tar Pits. Perhaps perhaps you've heard of them in California, the, the, yeah. know, the Tar Pits. Yeah. They are Tar Pits. Well, yeah. But... Animals have died in those Tar Pits. Yeah. <laughs> Strolled around a little museum. It was kind of cool, um, interesting, something to see in L.A. that I had not seen previously. Yeah. Um, we're driving around some neighborhood, you know, the neighborhood of that area. I'm like, oh, this is a cute little neighborhood. And then, you know. I look on Trulia or Zillow or whatever, like as I'm driving. I'm like, "Oh, these houses are four million dollars.
0: <laughs> They're smaller than mine." It's dude. It's it's you're in California, LA, man. It's bizarre world.
1: I got some really awesome authentic uh, uh, burrito and Mexican food at a, at a little hole in the wall joint. Those are the best ones. And, oh, and how I had a burrito the size of my forearm, nice. and I ate it. <laughs> Somehow I ate it. <laughs> um we bopped around the city a little bit more We did the universal city walk i think i told you about that um okay. universal city walk is uh it's like an outdoor shopping mall very uh mall but outdoors
0: like corporate mall or...
1: yeah right, yeah so. so you know your your margaritaville's yeah, yeah. and your uh uh Voodoo creations. Donuts, apparently, is a thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, the wife had to have Voodoo Donuts. We waited in line for 20 minutes for Voodoo Donuts. $30 a dozen.
0: Oh! Dude, you get like... I We didn't get a dozen. You get a dozen we, Paulas for like 10 bucks. Yeah,
1: well, and Paulas are better. Spoilers. I, I, good. I'm laying that gauntlet out to all my, all my L.A. folk. Paulas Donuts are far superior. In any case, it was neat. They're all themed, and they put yeah. they put captain crunch on them and 30 dollars
0: okay i i can get behind a donut with captain crunch on it for for four bucks a donut Uh, you know i'm not saying i can get behind (laughs) it all the time i'm just saying you know for a singular experience sure we had an experience we had an experience
1: um so we just kind of did that, wasted, kill some time, and then went out to El Segundo, which is just south of LAX, the airport. El Segundo is a, sure. you know, we're getting outside of LA proper downtown or whatever. And we went to the El Segundo Brewing Company, where I met my aunt and her friend They uh, from San Francisco. They flew down to meet us in Los Angeles and uh, hung out with us for the evening and for most of the following day. We had a great time. Um, it's good to see them, as always. Um, so I went to El Segundo, had a few beers. Uh, went back to our hotel in Huntington Beach, which is about, uh, you know, on a normal, in a, in a normal place, it's a 10 to 15 minute drive between Los Angeles and Huntington Beach. Okay. In L.A. traffic, it's a 45 minute to an hour drive because it's uh, because Los Angeles. Doesn't make any sense, and crazy. I, I can't, I can't fathom. Anyway, we had an excellent, uh beachfront resort but we couldn't really go out on the beach because it was actually like in the low to mid 60s at the warmest while we were, while we were there
0: Yeah, hey, that's like buffalo summer there <laughs>
1: don't disparage buffalo yeah. summers like that Come been on. like
0: out in shorts and swimming in the ocean
1: in the sun it was it was nice but definitely not what i would call beach weather but that didn't stop okay. most people um walk the boardwalk um, main street in huntington beach has a ton of shops and restaurants and it was it was a scene there was like, a classic car show outdoor classic car show going nice. down the whole street yeah so it was just a, you know a lot of people a lot of activity um good time just you know hung, hanging out with my aunt and, and her friend and you know it, it was just it was cool um so that kind of wrapped up uh, la more or less after the show we you know we departed the next day for seattle and went to Seattle, Washington, where I'd never been before. Um, Spoilers, it's gray, and it rains. I like it already. (laughs) Its reputation is (laughs) well-earned. Having (laughs) said that, uh, it's actually a really cool city. Very cool city. Um, It's got everything you could ever want in a big city. Uh, Expensive, mind you, if you're going to be downtown. But um, great museums, very walkable, Pike Place Market. It's a gigantic outdoor indoor market it's like what the broadway market here like wishes it could be okay um so i went to we went to the art museum which i thoroughly enjoyed the wife could have cared less but i enjoyed the art museum very much okay uh we went to the mopop museum which we both enjoyed and mo-pop. um yes so it used to be the emp the experience music project back in 2000 when they opened and it was strictly limited to music Jimi hendrix being from seattle Nirvana being a Seattle band, it was kind of centered on music. But uh, they've since expanded their scope, and now it's kind of a pop cultural museum. So the Jimi Hendrix wing is still there with a lot of great uh, costumes, guitars, and photographs and whatnot, history. Uh, The Nirvana wing is still there, and it's exhaustive, and it's really, really, really cool. Um, But they also have uh, a sci-fi wing, which I loved. So they had... Props, costumes, and replica items on display from like Terminator, Aliens, the Alien franchise, Battlestar Galactica, uh, Star Wars, Firefly. What they
0: have from Star Wars?
1: Lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, couple, couple couple hilts.
0: Whose did they have?
1: Darth Vader's and Luke's actually. Luke's Uh, not the green one. Not the green one. So not Jedi. Yeah, not Jedi. Empire and and and, uh, OG. The green one's kind of. It's neat, yeah. It's a good design. Um, all kinds of stuff. They had uh, a horror uh, exhibit Ooh. as well. That was kind of cool, and that so they had actual screen worn costumes from uh, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, the an Alien Xenomorph costume from the first Alien movie. Ooh. It was pretty dope looking. I got some great s- pictures of it up close. It's really sweet. Um and you know like the history of horror, they have a little vampire uh lore area where it's like you could learn all about the origins of everything in the vampire lore. You kind of learn where it all came from, like the garlic and, and the holy symbols and in yeah, uh, you know the native soil where they have to rest and all that all that stuff. It was it was interesting. It was pretty cool. Um, and they have a an entire floor. Of Star Trek, because Gene Roddenberry, I guess, is also from Seattle, I
2: think. So okay. there's a
1: whole floor of Star Trek stuff, screen-worn costumes nice. from the original series and subsequent series yeah. as well, um, props, uh, replica ships hanging from the ceiling, full-scale, you know That's, very large, really cool. Um, they had a Romulan Warbird uh, actual screen-used model, and you know Sweet. the ones that they used for the show, uh, Next Generation. Uh, it was very, very cool. I'm a Star Trek... I'm a TNG... OG Star Trek kind of guy, so I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then um, I got there a little too early, though, because next month, next month would have been the time for me to go to the Mopat Museum. Oh, April twenty first, the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah! exhibit opens, and Duh. I, I alas, was not there then. I'm, I was, I missed it.
0: Unfortunate.
1: So if you're in the Seattle area in the coming weeks. Look for that. It's really cool. It's right in the shadow of the Space Needle. You can walk from the Space Needle to the museum—about two-minute walk.
0: Now, if memory serves, Drew, uh, Nintendo of America is also headquartered in Seattle, Washington,
1: Redmond, Washington, or which Redmond. is about a twenty to thirty-minute drive Kay.
2: away.
0: How was that? I didn't go.
1: <laughs> what? We don't have a car, man. I couldn't just—I mean, I could have just Ubered there, I suppose. But they don't have any sort of. Uh, tour or you, you know at least
0: go and touch the building sir no
1: no no There would have had to have been you know some kind of reception for people there for me to have to go out there otherwise i'm just getting in the way you should I don't have just
0: given the them way. your friend code
1: uh i don't even know my friend code and it wouldn't work out so well so no i did not get to nintendo unfortunately but um you know i did see in el segundo uh it's funny they had uh apparently konami is headquarters there I, I did see Square Enix's building as well in in El, in El Segundo. The adorable thing about Konami being listed on 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 the 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 El Segundos like descriptions like oh this video game company I'm like video games they don't make video games they <laughs> <Just> make pachinko <laughs> machines. Yeah. And they squat on franchises that they that, yeah. that were once great. Konami yeah. makes video You silly El Segundo paper I read.
0: Silly rabbit If
1: only you knew anyway um yeah man seattle was pretty cool we uh my luck, we had a hotel snafu which i will spare you the details of but um luckily my friend and his wife uh basically bailed us out of trouble with our hotel um i'll explain later it it it,
0: it's not an exciting story but a story worth telling uh,
1: it's a story (laughs) it's there's a scam going on i'll tell you that right now but we ain't gonna go there everything worked out in the end um and i saw my other two aunts who live in the pacific northwest um my one aunt lives in bainbridge island which is a 30 minute ferry ride from seattle to bainbridge island um and my other aunt lives in port angeles which is about a 2 hour drive which she drove to bainbridge and we all had dinner together and it was it was really cool cuz i don't i really don't get to see that side of my family very often so it was nice to see them all in person and then i flew home and uh with as little jet lag as possible nice so here i am i'm back and uh, I'm 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 back to work. Unfortunately, when I got back, it was uh, no rest for the wicked because the floor started getting installed today upstairs.
0: Yeah, the the house is uh, we were in a state of disarray. Are we a little not? bit, a little yeah. bit?
1: So uh, when I got back, it was immediately like, okay, Dad, come over because we have to finish putting in uh, this electric into the front there. We had to put a electric receptacle or electrical box into the ceiling in the front room there to accommodate the chandelier because I'm flipping the vanning. I've talked about this before. So that's in now. We had to wire the switch that's out in the wall. We had to repair a little wiring that we intended to use but didn't end up using in the kitchen. So I ended up destroying a huge portion of my wall in the kitchen for no good reason whatsoever. I'm not mad. <laughs> it's just work I have to do now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> folks it's an audio medium but if you could see Drew's face you would understand that the statement i'm not mad is a lot uh, it's one of those
1: things where we when we when we realized what we could have done it was just like well poo yep
0: it's okay it's all good It's all right.
1: we took care of it so that was like the day after i got back literally like yeah let's do all this work and uh okay gotta it's gotta get done yep Um, So now the floors are going in, but before the floors could go in, we had to essentially, I had to finish tearing up some more of the the last remnants of the carpet that were up there. So that was a bulk of the weekend as well. And we also had to empty out the dressers. As you see these trash bags in front of you here in this room right now, they're full of my clothing from my dresser to make the dresser much lighter so that could be easily movable as they are up there doing the work. Yep. Brought a bunch of stuff down, end tables and, and other things that are, you know, taking up space up there. So they could uh, have as much working area as possible. And they can move. They can get the job done with moving as few things as possible. So they got halfway done today. They're coming back tomorrow to finish up. I hope they finish tomorrow anyway. Looks really good so far. I'm very happy. But all this has to get done. And
0: there's reasons
1: why it has to get done, Carl.
0: It seems like you're in a bit of a rush. You're on some sort of clock.
1: Well, I am. So all these, like, you know projects I'm doing as I monopolize the whole for half of the show here uh they're like five years in the making I'm thinking about them, uh yeah yeah I'll get to that yeah yeah, I'll, yeah. Do, I'll do this yeah yeah I'll do that well there's a hard deadline coming up Carl where oh. all this has to get done and now it's getting done so I guess this is like where I have to kind of just you know throw this at everyone so I've been biting my tongue since like Christmas about this I think yeah yeah and I commend uh, everyone involved who has not spilled the beans, including you. So uh, I am spawning Carl. Woo! Oh my lord! Wow! Okay. <laughs> that was loud in my <laughs> headphones.
2: That's
0: why I didn't do it directly. No,
1: I man. will compress that in post, <laughs> so it doesn't
2: <laughs> kill the listeners.
1: Yeah, we're having a, a youngling.
0: Yeah. Georgia having the baby, woohoo! Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Congratulations, sir. Why, thank you, sir. So happy for you. So happy for you both. Yeah, that's awesome. You've been, you've been, you've been good about keeping this under wraps. Taking your first steps to a larger world. So I hear. Yeah, yeah. So
1: that's what's going on. September. September. That was part of the reason why we uh, were out west as well. Granted, the original plan was to get into LA, go to NJPW and come home. It's gonna yeah. be a long weekend. That's it. Yep. But then it was like, well, if we can get my aunt to come down from San Francisco, which she did, we got to tell her in person. It was awesome. While we're on the West Coast, we might not get over there again. Let's go to Seattle and tell my aunts over up in person up there too. And we did that as well. So, awesome. Came back, uh, Easter Sunday. We told the rest of my family who did not know. I can't believe my mother didn't tell anybody. I'm stunned. I'm <laughs> proud of her. That's great. I'm just stunned is all. No one could believe it either. In the family, like, your mother didn't say anything? Oh my god. Like I know. It's it's, it's an Easter miracle. Yeah. <laughs> um she'd been holding on to that since Christmas. So uh yeah, we went public with all the informations
0: last night. I saw, yeah, some cool pictures. Yeah. So where's uh, where's your head at right now? What uh, what's all going through your head with this radical change of life impending?
2: I'm I'm,
1: I'm good. I'm good. I just want to get all this house work done. Once the, once the house is done, I'll be good.
0: <laughs> I'm just
1: more in a, in a state of stress about getting all this work done for the child first. Okay. I'm go, oh, dude. I've yeah. had so many years to make my peace with this that at this point it's like, yep let's do it i'm all good here
0: you could have a hundred lifetimes and not be ready for the emotional changes that's going to take place yeah you know everyone keeps mind.
1: everyone keeps putting this on me and it's like i i, I hear you i understand it's,
0: it's one of those things that cannot be put into words it can only be experienced mm-hmm. so i'm sure plenty of your friends and family have tried they all have said I'm the just, same things i'm just going to be interested in sitting back and watching what happens and you will. So that's uh yeah. that's that that's but that's, but but that's me. What's what's up with you? <laughs> so well, uh, You're you're always a tough act to follow, sir. I'm sorry. I should go last. <laughs> <laughs> um we let's see. Uh yeah, it was a n it was it was interesting couple weeks. Um did a lot of catching up on the uh the road to infinity war.
1: I was gonna. I was just a lot gonna. Lot of catching up. So how's that going?
0: So okay, the last film we left off with was Avengers two. Watch that. Okay, Age upon upon review, it's fun. The flaws are still there. Okay, I mean Avengers it's got a 1 bad is still Much better. Yeah, I. You know what? It's it all depends on how you approach the Avenger films. I always approach them as that they're the annual comic. Yeah, the one that just kind of throws. Uh, everything together. It's it's not necessarily a resolution of anything, but just like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. There, there are flaws in the story. Like how did Ultron have time to build this massive jet propulsion system under the city? as he's been alive for like a week. Well, Um, he had drones, but (laughs) the characters are still great. And, you know, my biggest complaint about the film is that I really wish that Ultron was an evolution throughout the film, not instantly who he was formed. for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, it's fine. It's great. A lot of fun. Uh, next one up is Ant-Man. Okay. And this film just does not get the love, I think it should get. It is such a great... Um, I think it's
1: loved. I don't think... like it's, it's, it's good, and it's better than
0: it anyone thought it would ever be. You know, you know what's funny. I enjoy it. Go, I really yeah, enjoy it's, it. It's it's really good. You know what's funny. You watch the intro of that film, and you see like the de aged Michael Douglas. Yes, and you can't tell. Like, I had to rub my eyes for a couple times first. I'm like, is that makeup or like, no, it's CG. Yeah. And then you think of Henry Cavill's mustache from just like- <laughs> Oh, I have they, a story for you. They they did. They did An entire person for like five, six minutes, whatever, how long he was on screen. And it was incredible and seamless. And you couldn't tell that it wasn't like Wall Street era, Michael Douglas and Warner Brothers couldn't even do an upper lip,
1: dude. So
0: I got to catch some of Justice League on the plane.
1: Yeah. Yeah it's not good (laughs) still not good still not good like upon upon further review it's like man this is this is not good (laughs) this is really not good how did you screw this up yeah let me count the ways yep and yeah that must that that mustache removal what was going on there?
0: yeah i don't know but um so yeah man great a lot of fun good like I can't relate as much to Ant-Man because it's a father-daughter story. Yeah. Because I can relate uh, relate to like Guardians of the Galaxy and the other father-son stories in the MCU. Uh, but yeah, Ant-Man was good. Next up was uh, Civil War. Ah. Civil War holds up very well. I, I would know, hope. It's still, still great. It's not better than Winter Soldier, but it's still like really solid. Um. You know, you know how I've always complained about Spider Man not having his Spider Sense in Homecoming? Yes. They kind of allude to him having it in Civil War. Allude they, or show? Like I don't remember. When they throw the car at him from behind, you see his eyes get real big, like he doesn't turn around and it's a spider sense mode.
1: Oh. He so might like, have it but not know it yet. Yeah. It seems that way. Like yeah. he just doesn't know he has it yet.
0: Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's still like it's it's again the Kind of where everything for the MCU changes. Yeah. Just in the way that Winter Soldier was as well. Sure. The big and, stuff happens in Cap. Yeah. And which is strange because when you think about it, like, we haven't even touched on anything. The first time we're going to touch on stuff that happens in Civil War is going to be Avengers Infinity War. Because from there on out, it's like it's not having to deal with any characters other than Spider Man. That were involved in, in Civil, War. Civil War. Yeah, true. So next up was uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Still great. Love it. Fantastic. Um, I've seen a couple articles online saying that Doctor Strange doesn't necessarily need a film sequel as much as he needs a Netflix series.
1: Yeah, see, that's going to be problematic for a lot of reasons, I think. Yeah. I don't disagree, but
0: it's, yeah, yeah. I don't see it happening. So, um, So, yeah. Next up is Guardians 2 getting ready for a good ugly cry um (laughs)
1: apparently guardians 2 is not it's not aging well with the fans and i don't
0: i i enjoyed it just fine yeah i don't in fact i enjoyed it a lot (laughs) yeah i don't i don't understand that um so that was that was the uh the marvel films but i finally got a chance because i picked up both Thor Ragnarok and Star Wars Last Jedi and one ah, Best Buy trip. I gotta, Finally got a chance to sit down and watch Last Jedi again.
1: I gotta get on top of this. I'm so behind. I gotta it's, get all these Blu-rays. It's so good. So you It's so good. Last Jedi? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say it's that. It's
0: so good. I, I Like, even the stuff that I bumped up against in the first viewing didn't bother me nearly as much. Like, the CantoBite all the stuff that goes on there, I enjoyed it more this time around because I kind of understood like we need to give this character something to do, and we need a break from these other storylines. Um, it's it's just it's, and the I highly for anybody who wants to uh, definitely get the the Blu-rays because the the bonus features. I rarely watch bonus features on on films anymore. The director in the Jedi documentary and the Power of the Force documentary, fantastic because they don't shy away from anything. Like they fully like address that Mark Hamill was not crazy about the direction Ryan Johnson took Luke in. Sure, which I still like everything with Luke in that film. I was like, give me more. Hmm. Um, The uh, the Power of the the Force documentary is. Uh, It's like a mini doc and it's just this great thing about, he kind of puts into words what he did and something that I've been saying for years that The Last Jedi kind of validated was that he said, I didn't want to make the force a superpower. I was like, yes. So what is it then? It's a natural, it's a natural element of life and existence.
1: Which was explained in, in the yeah. originals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, that's the thing.
1: I, I got that. He said,
0: that led, he said like the force had kind of become a superpower. Yes. You could do things with, and that's not the case. Yeah. Well, you so. know,
1: old George kind of, kind of yeah. did that. And you know, so anyway, so yeah, last Jedi,
0: <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, we didn't have game night Friday night. Uh, you were tired had the scene. Yeah, I was tired and whatnot. um, trying to think of what else. Oh, uh, I borrowed from you before you left. I borrowed from you Splatoon 2. Yes, you did. On Switch. Now, not only have I been playing that like crazy, but the wife has gotten into it. Oh, boy. This is a woman whose only game I've ever seen her play on a console is Tetris. Well. And she got in this because William, my two-year-old, we have a routine now when we get home from work. You know, when, he, when I bring him in the house and take off his coat one and he sees the dogs and gets knocked down by Diego and <laughs> they roll around for a bit and then he sees his mother and hugs everything. At some point, he comes up to me and lifts his arms up. That's his, you know, universal signal for pick me up, pick me up. Mm. As soon as I pick him up, he starts pointing. I know where he's pointing. He's pointing direction into the living room. And as soon as we get into the living room, he starts doing this, like the reaching out, like reaching out with the force, like, eh. Okay. The second I pick up the switch controller, he's like, <laughs> he's all happy because he loves watching Splatoon. It's very colorful and exciting. And when I put like in those in between matches where the buttons just make random noises and whatnot,
1: well, they control the they. You can remix the soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I just like kind of give him the controller and he just kind of goes nuts with it. All right. So yeah, Splatoon two bring uh bring joy to the masses. Is are you guys playing online competitively? Yes. Yeah, that's all it's, I play. It's it's fun. So that's awesome. Right, that's that, that's uh, good to hear. Yes, yes indeed. Might be a while before you get that one back. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um,
1: I, if I can recommend something, I know you're gonna scoff at it just because you always do. But for that game, um, Pro Controller, your aiming will be tight.
0: Well, I you know what? It's it is very difficult to play in portable mode. Splatoon. It's just it, kind I, of the I, way you have to hold the switch. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But playing it on the uh, the puppy dog yes. is fine. I have no problems with it.
1: You'll get much more uh well, yeah, accurate sure. range of motion with yeah. some pro sticks, but
0: just 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 saying, just saying. Yeah, um, I'm very excited because uh, Horai Hori is making a Switch yes. controller yes, Horai, that yeah. has a, a pad traditional D-pad. Saw that, model. yeah. So twenty five bucks, yeah, I'm all in on that because that will actually convince me to start getting some fighting games for the Switch because you know D-pad. Has. Yeah, yeah, totally. Did, um,
1: did I tell you that I uh, I got some more Super Nintendo games coming this week? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> what, but, what, what do you have coming? I bought a nice little lot: uh, Doom, uh, right. Final Fight, Killer Instinct, Final
0: Fight, or Final Fight God,
1: Final Fight, the OG. Sorry, guy, you have to wait for the next one. Final Fight Guy is actually a very pricey cart, so I, I I'll I'll get around to that one. Mm. That, that's what that's on the wish list for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, flashback. Um, oh yeah, it'd be a very remember cool game. That. Yep. Uh, Turtles in Time. Sweet Mario All Stars, and I think there's one more, but I can't, off the top of my head, remember what it is. But I got a nice little game lot coming. Nice. There was a white whale that I could have had too. Oh, but it would have shot the cost of the bu- of the of the of the bundle up about two hundred dollars. What's that? Earthbound. Oh. Uh, OG cart.
0: Yep. I almost did it. You got it on your SNUS classic. You're I fine. do,
1: I do, and I have it on the Wii U.
0: The important and, thing is having the game, not having the cart. Yeah, but you know
1: it's nice to have.
0: You gotta get used to not having things.
1: That no. Yep. This this is no.
0: But the good thing is you're not gonna mind not having things. I think I'll mind. But it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's All okay. Right. <laughs> This is like someone who hasn't gone to boot camp yet telling someone who's been on a couple, couple tours in Iraq, like, how it's going to go. So oh, you, I, I you have fun with that. I'm going to dig in as deep as I can. Yeah. Um, All right, folks, that was our weeks. Uh, if you would like to tell us about your week, send us any questions or comments, which many of you have. And we thank you for that. Uh, you can find us at the following locations. You can go to Twitter and follow us at Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Pod. You can email us at thedevilsdopod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, com. Drew, that being said, we have some listener questions. Okay. Starting out from Mr. Brian Budnick. Now, I read this, and... I think not only have we answered this question before, but I think Brian was actually the one who asked this question before. Okay. But, you know, it was a while ago. might have forgotten. No problem there. Um, Good evening, gentlemen. A few episodes ago, the topic of old video games came up. During this discussion, you compared two 8-bit classics, Blades of Steel and Ice Hockey. Mm -hmm. As we both know, have their merits, but you spent some time discussing how great it is that in Ice Hockey, you get to choose the size of your players, skinny, medium, or large. That got me thinking. If each of you had to put together a hockey team made of Marvel characters, who would you choose? This rings a bell. Here's a caveat. Oh. You must choose five players and one goalie. Of the five players, you must choose at least one of the three sizes, skinny, medium, or large. Oh, wow. One skinny, two medium, two large, however. Please keep in mind that the characters cannot be used more than once, meaning you both can't choose Daredevil, for example. Uh, Dibs on Daredevil is my goalie uh perhaps draft would be the best way to accomplish this x credit if you choose coach as well looking forward to responses keep up the good work
1: i'm I'm a sucker for a good draft
0: yeah but just off top of my head um yeah i called dibs on daredevils my goalie Mm. uh wilson fisk is my head coach okay it's pretty good yep um i'm gonna need an enforcer you know, I'm going to kind of go off some obvious choices and go with uh, Ben Grimm, the thing. It's going to be my enforcer. Okay. You need a, you need a score. Probably go Russian. <laughs> you know how to score.
1: But they also know how to choke in the playoffs.
0: True, true. <laughs> when
1: the chips are down, they also know how to turtle.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Unless they're, you know... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Pittsburgh,
0: Sidney Crosby. No, he's Canadian. The, no,
1: the other guy in Pittsburgh.
0: Um, not Sidney Crosby. The Russian, the guy
1: who has stats as good, but the Russian guy. Uh, tip of my tongue it's gonna drive me nuts now. Bob Crosby. No, everyone knows who I'm talking about. I can't think of his name, but
0: Neil Crosby.
1: No, he's not a Crosby.
0: Crosby, Crosby,
1: Bing Crosby,
0: Bing, <laughs> um, David Crosby. T- well i'll go with a nightcrawler sure you know his teleporting ability yeah so i got a skinny guy and a a big guy uh medium guy i don't know um spider-man i guess oh i was gonna use spidey
1: okay that's fair uh i'm gonna call the blob as my goalie okay yeah yeah. um my enforcer will be frank castle (laughs) Um, my scorer, uh, let's go with Hawkeye.
0: Okay, yeah, well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Ant-Man can play on his wing. Uh, and they're, they're kind of medium guys, right? are they small guys? I don't know. Ant-Man's a small guy, so there you
0: go. That counts. Uh, well, the counteract your Hawkeye, I'm going with Bullseye.
1: That's, there you go. There you phew, got some sharpshooters on this team. <laughs> yeah. Cap is my coach, by the way. Okay, tactician, whatnot. I'm 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 pretty good here. Who else can play defense for me, though? Hmm. See, I
0: go with Wilson Fisk because he's tactician. Plus, he's you know inspiring. Because if you don't well, perform, <laughs> well, Cap, you get, you get the car door yep, treatment.
1: Yes, but Cap inspires out of good nature, and he brings the best out of his
0: players. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. I'm good here. All right, cool. There you go, Brian. Thanks again. All right, second question from Mr. Manuel Marin, our friend in Staten Island. Yay! Dear Carl and Drew, I was working from my home the other day and had the TV on. My 16-year-old daughter, my goddaughter, love her death, uh, walked in, started flicking channels until she discovered the 1987 deeply intellectual epic Masters of the Universe. The cartoon or the movie? The movie. Oh, okay. As I sat there and listened to my teenage daughter crap on my childhood and failed to appreciate appreciate the brilliant CGI, I don't think there was any CGI.
1: No, green it, screen and mat work.
0: It brought a question to my mind: If given one opportunity with a blockbuster budget, what childhood movie or show would each of you like to recreate in a non-animated format? Who would you cast? Mm. Carl, answers answer yours first. After your names his movie let him know that as a punishment for not sending me free long cold dark merch his casting must (laughs) include joseph gordon levin
1: oh that's that's low son (laughs) that that merch ain't coming now
0: (laughs) uh let's see recast remake um
1: recycle reduce reuse
0: exactly I, You know what? You could make... A, I'm going to go with what started this question, and that's Masters of the Universe, because I think you could make a friggin' awesome Masters of the Universe movie.
1: Well, David Goyer's got you covered there, buddy.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I'm getting Frank Langella to play Skeletor. Yes! Because that, that was an Oscar... That was the Manny, most Oscar-worthy performance in a horrible, horrible movie.
1: Manny, you tell your daughter she can crap by the movie all she wants, but she dare not cross Frank Langella as Skeletor. No. He is the saving grace of the whole film.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, Nat, if you can't recognize the genius there, then I, your, your Uncle Carl is very, very <laughs> disappointed in you. Uh, all right. So what are you going to do? Oh
1: to? it's 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 a no brainer for me.
0: GI Joe. Give me G- <laughs> GI Joe.
1: You give me a budget and GI Joe, I will deliver a GI <laughs> Joe movie son and it will be glorious. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt? If I must, sure. And I'll put him, he could be dial tone or he could, no no, 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 no,
0: the, you, oh, what was the guy? Um, the guy they introduced in the animated movie. Falcon. Yeah. He can be Falcon. Make him Falcon.
1: Yeah. The screw up that no one likes. He, yes. <laughs> you could be Falcon and you're going to stay. I up. I always, no always want
0: to say Flint, but I know it's not, I've Flint. already done this. I've already, I've yeah, yeah, it. I've been over this, had this, had this before, man.
1: I, this movie yep. is meant for me. I have ideas. I, I can make it relevant to today. <laughs> I've, I've, I've mulled this over. Yep be great
0: would there be an aircraft carrier
1: of course there'd be an aircraft carrier <laughs> there would be everything i would include it all as much as possible
0: be kind of hard for you to
1: i don't care if f-14s retired. You know, there are going to be sky strikers. <laughs> this is happening
0: be kind of hard for me to have a reference point for the aircraft carrier, seeing as he didn't really own one as a kid. I mean, I can help you with that if you want, because I have one.
1: You know, I don't think toys are going to be uh, uh, <laughs> frames of reference here. We're going, we're going, we're going for realism. We're Ooh, going my for No, oh, thanks for that. We're going for we're going for realism here. It's going to be. Uh, I hate. To, I'm not going to use the term gritty rebooting, but yeah, I have, I have a, I have a, a very more realistic reboot. More realistic. There's going to be take. no Cobra Law. No. At least until the third movie. No. Even then. <laughs> no, if I did Cobra Law, I would do it the way they did it in the um, the G.I. Joe Cobra uh, uh, IDW series um, where they made them a uh, religious cult sect of Cobra, the organization.
0: No Globulus?
1: Uh, there is a Globulus, but he's like the cult leader.
0: Oh. he got like a snake body? No. He's just, he's just a charismatic. No nemesis enforcer?
1: He's he, There is a Nemesis Enforcer. Is he a bat wings? No.
0: See, you're taking away all the cool parts. of That stuff is terrible.
1: There will be a Dr. Mindbender. That- there will be battle android troopers. Nice. There will be his tanks, even though Rise of Cobra, not Rise of Cobra, uh, 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 the second one, Retaliation. Sure. They had his tanks. They did. I marked out for them. <laughs> um, yep. Firefly, Zartan, a, a proper, proper Zartan. Zartan. The Dreadnoughts the will be there we're doing all this
0: it again i've thought okay. this through I've thought yeah this through. i know it's happening it's,
2: yeah
0: proper It's tan skin changes blue in sunlight yep
1: it's got a skin condition You has got a hood bow and arrow a biker gang <laughs> we're going all in do you have zanzibar in
0: it yeah sure <laughs> Zan, zandar and, and zirana too no, Zanzibar was like the pirate, the yeah. Out pirate. Yeah, I know he's in. Okay. all right, third gang, Road Pig, he's in. <laughs> Road Pig, <laughs> best weapon, the ever. cinder block ever. on the block yeah. oh, dude, hell yeah! You need your guns. <laughs> all I need is this rock and a stick with hockey pads <laughs> Yep, <laughs> I can make all this work. Trust me. You laugh, I'll make it work. Alright, Manny, thank you very much for your question. Next on to Mr. Allen Waiters, Carl and Drew. I'm proud of Allen, by the way. Why?
1: Because he's also had this information about about uh, the wee baby Celestino, and he has not said a word.
0: Good for Alan. Yeah. I mean I've never known him to you know leak a secret. Just saying. <laughs> there are files. These files have documents in them. <laughs> Carl and Drew, if there was an evil clone of yourselves out in the world, what oh. question would you want your friends to ask to make sure that you are the original Drew or Carl? Well, that's tough because if they're an evil clone of us, do they have all our memories and like what level of clone are we talking
1: here? It's, it's, it's the tell. It's, it's the. It's like, Carl, tell me how much you love Spider-Man Homecoming. Cromulent. See, I know it now. Now I know that you're, you're
0: you, <laughs> but if he says, Oh, it's great, evil clone. No, no, not what you think of Spider Man Homecoming. Because my legit answer would be, Oh, it's great. Would be, What'd you think of Flash Thompson? Uh, yeah, yeah let's, re, let's
1: refine that. Let's terrible. Re, yeah, let's let's we'll break it down.
0: It, yeah, easy. See, yeah, what did I think of Flash Thompson and Spider Man Homecoming? Sure, so what would they ask you then? I don't know, Drew. What'd you think of the second chance? <laughs>
1: Oh, it's awesome. Best, con- best console ever. <laughs> Underappreciated gem.
0: I think it's appreciated enough. That's how you know I'm lying. <laughs> All right, Carl. If you were to start a comic book store, what would you do to make it thrive and different from other stores? Mm. See, that's tricky. Because I have often wondered like, what it would take startup capital wise and whatnot to start a comic book store. Even there's even like a location by my old house where I used to live that came up that would have made a perfect comic book store. Um, but it's a very tough racket to get into. It's a reason you don't see a lot of new comic book stores out there. Like store, as far as like, you know, strictly pure comic book stores go like pulp 716 is doing her thing. And they're doing great, and it's a really cool place. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a pure comic book store, and that's not a bad thing. They are they are what they are, and they make no apologies for it. Um, I think with a comic book store to make it successful, you don't necessarily need a hook, so to speak. It's all about the location. I think it's key to be in an area where kids yeah, kids and younger people can make it to without needing a car okay I think that'd be huge like um, the location I was referring to was this Um, I used to live by the intersection of uh, Sweet Home and North French and there was a 7-Eleven yeah, okay. there that just moved there was a gas station and a 7-Eleven right at the intersection and the set, the gas station uh closed down and then the 7-Eleven went in and took it over so the seven eleven just switched their building locations, so there was a building which was clearly identifiable as a former seven eleven that was vacant It's now um a like one of those recycle redeem places. I know exactly what you're talking about, actually, yeah uh um, I used to work over there yeah i would i like I looked at that I would, like crossroads comics, put the shop right in there neighborhoods walking distance. I know because I lived in the neighborhood. And I yeah, walked at 7-Eleven yeah, yeah. many, many times where I got a lot of my Marvel trading cards from and a lot of comic books from. Um. So yeah, I think it's because collectors, you know, collectors our age, readers our age, we have cars, we'll drive you know, to a location if we like the location. If you can get like kids in there and they don't have to necessarily drive there, that's a big advantage i think um so yeah that's that's what i would do all right drew mm-hmm. remember when you were a kid and maybe when you were a kid and you thought it would be awesome about the future and how awesome when remember when you were a kid <laughs> get to the voice and you and you thought about the future and how awesome it would be as an adult now why is nostalgia so prominently so prominent especially 90s nostalgia
1: well, nostalgia comes in phases. So, like, you know, if you look at decade by decade, uh, in in the eighties, maybe the eighties, yeah. in the eighties, fifties, nostalgia was in. Huge. Like if you watch, if you look at yeah. movies from the eighties, man, the fifties nostalgia is is raging.
0: Ad campaigns, yeah, like. So, basically, as the generation every sitcom had a duop theme
1: yeah what but, but what tends to happen, and then, in, like okay, so let's fast forward to the nineties. there was that little disco revival that happened, remember that little that little seventies right. kind of boom that that clicked in there for a minute. do my best to hey you leave there. disco alone, sir, I seriously know, I know I'm. you didn't know that about, you, did you? now you know disco is awesome,
0: there's no battle, that's won by knowing this disco is
1: disco rules anyway, <laughs> uh. And then you know we are in the midst of uh, we well we had the 80s boom and it's still kind of yeah. happening but I now the 90s of folds boom is coming
0: into sure the overall nostalgia boom
1: yes and now we're intent and now we're entering the 90s nostalgia boom so it's kind of generational basically what happens is the gener, you know the, the people from that time grow up and when they hit oh I don't know their mid 20s possibly early 30s right around the time they realize like. Oh crap! I'm not a kid anymore, and I'm getting older, and have to start making really real life decisions. Uh, they get nostalgic for simpler times, and simpler times to them were the times when they were a child, and you know that's that's going to keep driving. So, eventually, as crazy as it sounds, there will be a nostalgia boom for oh, I don't know, uh, aughts, the aughts. What well, I'm trying, I was trying to think of a specific Probably terrible like thing. Ten that-
0: years, the aughts. I think it also. A lot of it factors in on, you know, that generation kind of coming into prominence in decision-making roles in companies that exactly. have to do with long exactly of this
1: stuff. sure. Well, like, but again, it's it's all like they're they're preying on your right when you are at the age where you again have need need that comforting reassurance of childhood, yep. but you also now have disposable income. Yep, nostalgia. Yep. So, unfortunately, what also happens is uh, as these booms go away people like me now and you carl well once the nostalgia thing passes us by we become unmarketable too and we're be- we become dinosaurs and we might as well not even exist i'm in marketing I,
0: th- I know how this works i think part of us will be okay with that given how much stuff we've had because the stuff's still going to be out there and it's just oh yeah cheaper
1: i'm just saying from a uh Social relevance points. Yeah, yeah. We are. We we don't matter anymore. That's
0: fine. <laughs> I'm glad you're okay with this. I'm okay with not being, you know, thought of by an ad agency. That's okay. I can find my own. It's stuff. bigger than that, but yeah, I feel. I feel you. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. It's
1: more. It's more. You know, I don't matter anymore. <laughs> Sad <laughs> Batman in the swing.
2: <laughs> <You> know, <that's, laughs>
0: Being, being pushed by Bruce Banner walking away to the sand. <laughs> kind of like that. Anyway. All righty. Alan, thank you, as always, for your questions. Uh, lastly, Mr. Tom Fenzel. This comes with instructions. Read after Drew announces baby. Uh, good thing we did. <laughs> well, obviously, I wouldn't have read the thing. Uh, Drew, congrats. I am so happy for you. Everyone will be giving you tons of advice. Yeah, I, I get, yeah, I, yeah. Even people who don't have babies, take it all with a grain of salt, but I do recommend reading the blog my friend and I wrote during our wives' pregnancies, dadsonthefly.wordpress.com.
1: Noted. Okay, cool.
0: Let me know what you think of it. Congrats again. So basically, don't listen to anyone's advice except for his. <laughs> <laughs> we trust um, Tom,
1: though. He's He's a frequent contributor, so...
0: Uh, if you haven't talked about it, what beers or breweries Ooh. did you try on your trip? Oh, I'm so glad someone asked me. Keep in mind, we've been going for almost an hour already. You know what? It doesn't even matter. <laughs> no, it's going to be a long show. It folks. doesn't matter. We haven't been together for two weeks.
1: Exactly. We might not even get it into, into anything besides this right now. Uh, I got to go to um, El Segundo Brewing in El Segundo, California. Uh, yes. Sp- now, um, very apropos name, right? They make the Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Okay. That Stone Cold Steve Austin has made in collaboration, because he lives about, oh, I don't know, a mile away in uh, Marina Del Rey. I did not stalk Stone Cold Steve Austin while I was there, though I did think about it. Anyway, um, so I went to that brewery, and uh, top flight, all their beers were great. I had uh, three in in the brewery. I brought two home in 22 bottles home in the hotel, drank them both in the hotel. Really good. Um. That's to be honest, though, that's really all I got to in l a uh, There were other ones I wanted to hit up, but again, l a traffic and time just got in the way, so couldn't do it. But we did in Seattle. I got up to um three breweries in Seattle, so uh, one, the Pike Brewing Company, right in the Pike Place Market. okay they're kind of like what I call uh well, what I would compare to Pearl Street here in Buffalo, okay yeah, they've got location, they've got notoriety but their beer was not that good. Okay. So they're getting by on reputation and location. Good for you. Your product is not that good. Um, Cloudburst Brewing in Seattle, Washington. Nah, now we're talking. Uh, many a fine beer at Cloudburst in Seattle, including the, uh, My, my Seinfeld fans out there will enjoy this, the Jerk Store IPA, <laughs> which I had, and it was very, very good. And then my friend uh, took us to a place that I we we both loved, which Jen and I both loved, uh, Hellbent Brewing Company in Seattle. Awesome place for one, well, a couple reasons. One, the beers were very good. Two, they had a fish food truck outside, and I got a fish and chips, and my friend got a fish sandwich, and they were fantastic. Most importantly, three, dog-friendly. Dogs mm-hmm. outside, dog dogs roaming inside friendly dogs and they all just mingling in the brewery it was awesome I had a great time so those are the breweries that I got up to out in Seattle and uh, I'm happy I don't know if this is going to become like a thing like elsewhere but my my like favorite underappreciated fly under the radar I really like them but no one else seems to style of beer the black IPA um seems to be making a bit of a comeback in California and Seattle. I think every place I just mentioned had a black IPA on their on their draft list and out here back east you rarely see them anymore. And I'm a big fan, so if they're if they're coming back, I am happy.
0: For for the uninitiated, what is the difference between a black IPA and a standard IPA?
1: Standard IPA is going to be very light in color, um using just a two-row malt, maybe a crystal to kind of give it a little a little amberish hue, depending. Okay. Uh, black IPA is what it sounds like. It is black. Alrighty. So they use a roasted, uh, they use, the, you know, your, your standard light malts as well, but use some roasted malt in it, which gives it a roastier flavor and a black color. When done right, they are excellent, but they're underappreciated, in my opinion,
0: but they seem to be on the rise.
1: This is cool. good. So, yeah.
0: All There you go. Alrighty, that does it for cross-examination. We thank all of you who contributed. Uh, by all means, if you're listening to the show and you enjoy it and you like these little fun little chats we have, by all means, send us in some questions or comments. If you just want to like say something, well, yeah, you know, as long as it's not profanity-laced and- You can do that, too. Yeah, Whatever. We're not going to read it. No. But, well, at least it's going to be edited. Sure. So, yeah. Send us something. Send us things. And interact with us. We talk back. We do. Like to. All right. So, Drew, time to dive into the Case Files. It's been two weeks, so we got some stuff to go over. Let's do it. Uh, first up, a couple weeks ago, it was announced that the team behind the Street Fighter Assassin's Fist uh, web series slash film mm. have entered into a development deal to develop a new Street Fighter television series in which the storyline will be uh, the World Warrior story from Street Fighter 2. Uh, I think I read that it will focus primarily on Ryu, Ken, Guile, and Chun-Li. Drew, I am super excited about this. I've said numerous times, not only is Assassin's Fist the best video game film ever made, which, granted, is a very low bar, Yeah, but it's also, at least in my opinion, uh, one of the best domestic martial arts films made in the past 15 to 20 years. Um, it is fantastic. It handles the source material excellently. Um, everybody involved was a fan of the, uh, franchise of the, of the property. So there's definitely a lot of passion in there. Um, it's just absolutely fantastic. So I am very excited about this to see where they go with it. And hopefully, uh, this finds a home and this, Comes as quickly as possible.
1: Sounds neat. Um, I've never seen the web series or any any of that, but uh, I mean, you know, there's there's enough in a Street Fighter lore to make yeah. a good quality show or movie, and you know, that just, just hasn't really been done yet. So,
0: yeah. Over, yeah, the ur- so over the years, over the years they've kind of tightened up the narrative, mm-hmm. and whereas it's still kind of like you know, yes, it's a video game story, so. It's not more in peace. Um, they've re- it's, it's gone from like, you know, in contrast, Mortal Kombat, when it first came out, had a very defined narrative. Yeah. From oh, the yeah. beginning all the way through. And it wasn't until like, you know, recently that Street Fighters kind of defined what their narrative is and what's canon and what's not. And, um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to this. And Capcom has said that the uh, the Assassin's Fist story is canon. Okay. They were so impressed with it um so yeah it's uh it's good cool very good good news okay so so van Dam's coming back no <laughs> I love, wouldn't mind seeing him in a cameo <laughs> would not knock a cameo um but no 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 okay oh no okay no. just checking um so drew mm-hmm if there's one thing that has been rumored almost as long as the video game sequel, it's the movie. And apparently the movie is moving forward because, Drew, we have us a Duke Nukem. Oh, the sequel came out. Yeah, the game sequel came yes. out. Yes, Duke but, Nukem Forever finally came out. But as, as long rumored as that was, the movie has been in development for so long. And we have, we have a Duke Nukem now, Drew. Oh? His name ...is John Cena. Oh, wow. It's, it, it's
1: So it's just going to be guns and sunglasses on the screen. I mean, you can't see him. Put it this way. From a physical standpoint, I see it. Yeah,
0: I, it's, I, I, it's I get fine. it. But do we really need a Duke Nukem movie?
1: No. See, here's the thing. There's only one way this can go, because Duke Nukem is a, a very much a product of his time, that time being the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, the only way you can pull this off now would be you'd have to do a tone like the Ash versus Evil Dead series right now, or that that kind of thing where
0: kind of the fish out of time.
1: Yes, where where Duke can be a misogynistic, blowhard jerk action hero, but he's also the butt of the joke the whole time.
0: Okay, that's sort of like a really, much more violent Johnny Bravo.
1: I guess I mean it's really the only way you can make that because you can't make this guy endearing in this day and age dude yeah like it just doesn't play nope and right now there's probably someone out there it's not fair nothing wrong with that dude look stop we cast a wide net here okay and that's the way it should be so Uh, again I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna sure you know yeah you know Uh, you know
0: (laughs) you know Okay, so also announced last week uh Marvel did a little bit of a countdown and at a certain point we kind of all knew what they were counting down to. It's been rumored for a while, but they've made an official announcement. Ah. The first family of comics, the Fantastic Four will be returning. Saw this. 2 Comics Oh, yeah, for now. Yeah, for now.
1: Uh-huh. Um, this is called brand rehab, Carl. Yeah. This is how, how it does, How does brand
0: rehab work, Drew?
1: Well, you know how everyone, like, really, really hated the Fantastic Four after that terrible, terrible movie came out? Justifiably so. Well, Marvel and their... And now, it, I'll, let me put it this way. There, the, the conspiracy theory is that Marvel canceled the Fantastic Four in spite of Fox. So that they could no longer provide them with free ammunition to make movies, yeah, same reason why they told the x men writers you can't create any new characters because if you do, they get to get used in movies, and we're not we are no longer going to be a free fa- a free content factory for stuff we can't control, Yeah. movie studios we can't control, so if you believe that they canceled the comic it to spite fox, the fact that they're bringing it back now tells me that something be a brewing if you don't believe that then marvel was actually really smart and said we're going to cancel the comic and make everyone forget entirely about the fantastic four as much as we can yep and then when the stink wears off a little we're going to rekindle the fire either way they're rekindling the fire and everyone's excited everyone's happy and we're going to get the fantastic four back and suddenly we're not going to care about that movie anymore. It's gone. It's forgotten. And the first family is returning and we're all going to feel real good about it because of that for nothing. I did see the team that they put on it and it's
0: really good. Yes. Yeah, Dan slots. Yeah. So. And, uh,
1: who's the artist on it? The guy who did, uh, the Spider-Man. Is that the one who girl actually is it? Is it, is it, uh, Sarah Don't Pacelli? I think so. <laughs> hey, good artist.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, it's Marvel doesn't feel right without the Fantastic Four. No. Even though it's not necessarily a comic I've always read.
1: I've um, always loved that they're there.
0: Yeah. it, it They're just, if you follow they, Marvel, and, like and, they're
1: just there. Yeah. They're, they're the Fantastic Four. They have to be there.
0: Yeah, and they have their fans, and so I'm sure hey, the book will get support.
1: The Mark Waid uh, Waringo uh, run is fantastic.
0: Four? Hmm? you said it's fantastic.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, uh, ha 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 ha. No pun intended. Yes, the Mark, uh, the Mark Wade uh Waringo, uh run from like 15 years ago. Uh I know it's a, I know it goes away, it goes back a ways folks, but that run is they, just good, among the best. Good
0: stories our time. Among the best. I loved it. Yeah. So do you feel in the next five years mm-hmm. do you think we see a fantastic four film yes a marvel studios fantastic yep
1: four? definitely All right. book it the only the only the only thing that'll change that is if the the merger doesn't get the, the sale gets shot down yeah if that happens well here we are yeah. otherwise i think i've already said man i think that deal is already in play i think behind the scenes yeah they've already got the
0: pieces on the board they're just waiting for the go-ahead yep hopefully they have the uh Original trilogy, unaltered Blu-rays are printed, waiting in a warehouse. <laughs> it's like the Sega Saturn. It's it's, it's... already in stores. <laughs> yes, there will be a Carl-shaped hole in the wall of whatever room I'm in.
1: Oh, fantastic!
0: All right, so next thing we have Fan is uh, <laughs> Don't, don't. Uh, that movie was a dick, right when you thought you forgot about it was a dick punch to my soul. <laughs>
1: That is the gateway to the soul, from what I understand.
0: I mean, it, <laughs> it's it's so bad. It is It's so bad. No, you don't know. This is kind of like you. This is. I've seen
1: bits and pieces of it. It's. I. It um, is, it's not. Yeah. It's not a thing I would ever watch.
0: <laughs> no. No. Don't ever. That's like really missing the boat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway,
0: Ro- Rogue One dodged a bullet when they got rid of Josh Trank. Yeah, so is, has everyone from that movie basically uh,
1: ruined their careers besides Michael B. Jordan?
0: Um, no, 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 because uh, Miles Teller, uh, you know, is still doing good films. Okay, yeah, you know, that was his, that was a misstep for him. Um, Kate Mara was in House Cards, and I'm not sure if that was pre or post House Cards. Um, fair enough. Yeah. I think probably the only one is the guy who played the thing. So, I, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That That is out there somewhere. Yep. Let's okay. not talk about that anymore. So, Drew, we have discussed in the past, um, even though there's a lot of great content out there right now to consume. There's too much content. Yeah. I, there's definitely too much. I'm drowning uh, in content. There's... There's a rising, rising annoyance of this streaming service and that streaming service. You yeah. Know, yeah. There's too many. 10 bucks here, 10 bucks there, whatnot. Um, and so it's it's nice when a streaming service that you clearly have no interest in comes along. You can say, no, thanks. I'm good. And then they come out with something where you're like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they get you. Can we talk about Cobra Kai?
1: I'd like to, because
0: it looks better than it has any right to look, dude. <laughs> it really does. It shouldn't be. It, it it this shouldn't even be a thing, but it is. You know, it looks good. It looks it looks good. It's coming out on YouTube, Red. I'm uh, not paying for it, but it looks good. Yeah. Um, I had an an epiphany revealed to me by a podcast recently. I think it's like this past week or whatnot. Serious problems that I never knew I had with the first two Karate Kid movies. Okay. Were, were shed to light. Okay. New stuff has come to light. New stuff's coming to light. Go on. There is no way. There is no way. I can't believe I never thought about this. There is no way, Drew, that Daniel LaRusso should have won any fight in either one of those movies. But he did. There is no way. Because... Yet here we are. Because, okay, in the first Karate Kid, he is training from... They established that he has a little bit of background, but it's like YMCA Karate. Yeah. But that's like you showing me how to do a a fireball in Street Fighter and then telling me to go compete in Evo. Maybe maybe you're a natural. You just pick up on it. No, you need more than that. Um. So he's training with Mr. Miyagi for what a month maybe uh it's on um, no it's it's it's
1: it's got to be at least the beginning of the school year till the till the dance right so
0: it's it's maybe two months, okay, so you got two months of training, so you're telling me, look this kid look with two months of training, granted intense training goes to a full contact tournament, yeah, which where were those happening?
1: And beats in in all Valley in
0: California. And beats <laughs> in a, in ascending order. Kids who have been training in this martial art. Wait, wait. We don't know how long for... they were training. We don't know Drew. that. You don't Drew. know that. You don't
1: Drew. know that.
0: Drew. You don't Stop. know that. Stop. 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 They could have been amateurs too. No, no. They're all like black belts. The lowest rank I saw was a brown belt. It's unclear. And and he he goes through them all. No. No. Look, he, now we get to Karate Kid Part Two. He got hot at the right time, which is even a more egregious offense yeah. to the practitioners of the martial arts. Okay, because he goes to Okinawa. Yeah, he goes to Japan. I know, I love that movie. He goes to like where karate came from in a lot of ways, uh-huh. and he faces a guy who has like been practicing this. He probably, to quote the podcast I heard this from He probably kicked his way out of the womb Maybe He's been Maybe. practicing this since entire This kid, chosen is karate And how does he beat him?
1: He's blinded by rage No! Look, dude. This
0: kind of broke the movies for me Kind of nah. like when you realized that Indiana Jones Is completely inconsequential to Raiders of the Lost Ark Yes, he is so yeah, but that aside, <laughs> I still love these movies. So I hear you. I don't care. Cobra Kai, it like it. Okay, for those of you who don't know, the the story picks up thirty four years later. Yeah, Daniel Russo has become. From everything that they were showing, he's kind of like a joke of him former of his former. He, he's
1: cashing in on, on his popularity. That's yeah. all.
0: That's he. He has like a, a, a chain car. of car dealerships. Yeah, and, and and Johnny Lawrence has fallen on you know it's hard times. He's kind of, he turns out he's kind of the quintessential peaked in High School. Yeah, um, and then something happens and he decides to reopen the Cobra Kai dojo. Yeah.
2: It Why looks good. Look this good. I don't know, I don't dude. Know. It just does.
0: It looks good. Now, granted,
1: there's probably you know kids out there that that have seen this trailer. that's like I don't get it. I don't care because you didn't see the Karate yeah. Kid movie. Yeah, you didn't so grow up with it. So mo- there's this movie. Remember we talked about nostalgia? Yeah. This is yeah. probably stroking our fire just right. But still, you know, on paper, I would say we're going to bring back the Karate Kid and it's going to be about Johnny and I might be like. Uh, a little on the nose, like you know what I mean. Like, do we really need to go there? There's not, but here we are with this with yeah. the trailers that I've seen for this show, and it's like this looks kind of cool. I want to see this. I need to see this. Yeah,
0: it's just it's crazy, man. I know, I know. i but, but I want to see it. It's William Zabka. It's Ralph Macchio. I'm, I know. I want to see it. I got it.
1: YouTube, man. I'm not. I'm not going to pay you, but I want to see this show.
0: <laughs> sure, sure there will be ways to see it. Um. Dang, it just they've put out a couple trailers now. It just it looks They have my interest. Yes. They definitely have my interest. Yes. So yeah. If this was a film, I'd probably be there opening weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that. Um last piece of news. Drew, a couple episodes ago we discussed uh the DC black label. Yes, coming out. Yes, some more details have come out about this. Oh yeah, and here's one that uh, probably the only one that really bears mentioning. Okay, which is one that's a real head scratcher. Drew, go on. And of course, it involves Frank Miller.
1: This is my shocked face. As <laughs> he
0: gingerly sips his water. Ah, shocked. Um, go on. I've said in the past, Frank Miller is probably my. All-time favorite comic book writer, but I've also admitted that his quality since Dark Knight Strikes Again has been in steep decline. Mm -hmm. Picked up a little bit with Dark Knight 3, but that wasn't 100% him. Mm -mm. So, aside from the Superman Year One, which I'm genuinely interested in and want to see, Frank Miller is going to be doing a Carrie Kelly series for DC. Not only that, Frank Miller is going to be doing a Carrie Kelly young adult theme series for DV. I don't think Frank knows what young adult means. That, that's a bad idea. Because.
1: <laughs> that's a bad idea. Because folks. That's a bad idea. I don't want young adults to be exposed to Frank Miller's current incarnation. Yeah. That's like, you know, hey kids, here's my drunk uncle. He's kinda racist. Go talk to him for a while. Do you think... No!
0: Do you think maybe he thought it was porn?
1: Oh, you went there. Oh,
0: dear. I... No. No, 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 no. Because if you're familiar with his work that is, you know, revered and held up, like Dark Knight Returns, Sin City, uh, his run on Daredevil, he can write strong women but yes but he can also he can
1: also write them very tropey and stereotypically too
0: well i i don't think it's a trope or stereotype if you're the one that invented it i'll
1: i'll 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 not in in begrudging I'm not gonna call it agreement but I understand yeah. what you're saying <laughs> yeah so
2: <sighs>
1: young adult series huh yeah that that's uh, that's a bad call <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got this weird feeling that someone in the DC office is gonna regret that decision when those scripts are coming in
0: <laughs> it's like it's like someone tells you where a car accident's gonna happen a really bad car accident can't help but kind of want to watch uh <sighs> I'm, I'm good I'm all good here Yeah. Maybe he'll surprise us. You know, I'm hoping the surprise will be the Superman year one series. I'm hoping that, you know, we have a return to form for Frank. I'm partially amazed he's still with us. Yeah, he does not look good. If you've, there were, there was, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, there was a picture of him. He recently did a signing with Stanley. This was like maybe a couple years ago. Not a couple of years ago. It was like midway point of last year. All right, fair enough. And there was a picture of both of them at the table, and Frank looked older than Stan. Yeah, that's. uh Frank Miller, I think, is 56 years old. Yeah, Stan's Stanley's 94. 94.
1: <laughs> All I could think of is Hans Bollman.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what he looks like. I mean, clearly. Alcohol has ruined my life. I'm only thirty years old. Yeah, because he was he was hard living, drinking, smoking. I mean, clearly uh, it, it, there had to be some sort of cancer in there somewhere that he's. Yeah, he ain't saying, in, but yeah. got to be in recovery of. Especially if you saw recent pictures of him, he looks like a, he looked like an unfortunate cancer patient. Well, I'm well, hoping hey. that if that was the case, that he has recovered and has his you know faculties back about him. And we ever return to a pre Dark Knight Strikes again, Frank Miller. So that's a good Frank Miller. Good luck, good light. Yeah, I I know. I, I know.
1: I wouldn't look for it, but uh, I can hope for it.
0: I, I'm holding out hope, but um, but yeah, yeah. Frank Miller, young adult seriously. Hashtag phrases you never thought you would say in real life. Oh man,
1: yeah, that's uh, that's that's something there. Good
0: luck with all that. Yeah. And Carrie Kelly, even in, I mean, the character was okay in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, but there's, like, that's one of those characters that DC's always kind of tried to make a thing, and she works in Dark Knight Returns. That's about it. I mean, I admire the
1: consistency. At least she shows up in Dark Knight Strikes Again. She's in Dark Knight Three, where she actually like is kind of a Batman, and you know that. I mean, I, I. I dig it. It works. She, there's continuity there. Yeah. We don't really get as like much of her background though, and like why she gravitates to Batman and why she chose to kind of take up arms with him and stuff. So if they're gonna cover some of that, maybe it could, it could be good.
0: Okay. You know, you know, what series I've always kind of wanted to see from that kind of world, so to speak. I would love to see a Sons of Batman series. Maybe could be interesting, especially given like I think it was a couple months in between when the nuke detonated and like how they controlled gotham city kind of reestablished order in gotham city kind of tell tales from that could be neat there's, there's yeah. there could be some fertile ground there yeah, yeah. um the only other news thing i can really think of kind of <laughs> took place today and this we're just going to do a drive by the dc film dumpster fire <laughs> <laughs> because as i said to alan and drew in our chat there's a point where this is going to stop being funny but we're not quite there yet um, it turns out that the Flash solo film entitled Flashpoint. that was the, They announced it. Yes. Jeff Johns himself said yes. it. Is no longer going to be called Flash. <laughs>
1: of course not. Because the movie's not going to happen.
0: They, they
1: it's not said, happening.
0: They've said that it doesn't necessarily mean the story's changing. It's just the title is not going to be Flashpoint. And them announcing anything about this movie amounts to hella beans in this world. It's not happening. I know. I know and it's not I'm, gonna happen. I'm right there with you.
1: I, I'm, at, I'm at the point now where I'm like, once once Aquaman is released, Shazam, that yeah, but that doesn't count. That's it. Yeah, everyone is moving on. I guarantee it. Yep, Cavill, he's got other stuff going on, and that's a Fleck has let go. He don't care. You yeah. get, I mean that's Gal Gadot's a star now because of Wonder Woman. That'll keep happening. Yeah. They, they will make the second one there. But it's I. But I would bet that it doesn't reference anything outside of itself.
0: There's a there's a great YouTube channel I've discovered recently called Toy Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm gonna try and get the host see if shoot a message. Hey, wanna come? Yeah, before? jump on.
1: Come play with us. Um,
0: they did. It, they released a video today, and I tweeted it in our feed about you know why you can't fix the DC movie universe, and it's it's really good. Like. <laughs> Really good insight. Yeah, it's
1: no, it's it's it's, yeah. it's 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 foundationally broken. It's yeah. you can't. You gotta you gotta put it away for a little while and hope everyone forgets and then start strong.
0: Yeah, which is I this, uh, the thing I regret most about it is that we won't get more Cavill as Superman because he is a truly great. Supermans are few and far between. And when I he think, finally
1: shows up in the end of Justice League, I buy him. Yeah, Justice Wholesale League,
0: Justice League fixed everything they broke about Superman and Man of Steel. It took a little while to do it. Yeah. But yes, they did. Yeah. Eventually. So, yeah. All right. So that is the news. That's the news. Been uh going for a little while now. Oh, let's check that
1: timer. Well, I mean, you know, this is about the average episode length right here. We could we could keep pressing on if you if you wanted.
0: We can we can press on or we can just kind of do a double end of series recap next week. Your call. I leave um, it up to you, sir, because you're the one who's got a lot of stuff going on. You got a lot <laughs> of irons in the fire right now. Oh, that's that's going to
1: change. I'm sure it's all going to settle soon. No, I'm,
0: Um, you know. See, folks, this is how much we care about you, our listening audience. We bring you behind the curtains of the decision-making process here at The Devil's Do. I'll tell you what. I'm reaching for the notes. Okay, let's do it.
1: Let's just do this thing. Write this candle.
0: Rustle the papers. I actually think we can get the, through this one fairly quickly because, Drew, I don't have a lot of notes on this episode. I do and I don't. So you want me to just like scattershot this? Well, we're on episode 12 of The Punisher. That's correct. Uh, this episode is entitled Home. We're one episode away from the season finale. All
1: right. I'm just going to throw some stuff at you. You can You can tell me... You can you can bounce here. What do you got? All right, some observations from this episode. So this episode is basically all about uh, rescuing Micros family. Yeah, and getting Frank in position to finally off Billy and uh, Agent Orange uh, Rollins.
0: Yeah, in in like normal network television, this will be part one of a two parter. Okay, because it, it, I feel it bleeds very well with the the final episode.
1: All right, so my observations of said episode. Uh, first off. Frank's portrayal here by Bernthal when he, when he's good, he's good but sometimes it it, it irks me. Okay. I think he gets too emotional and too twitchy and kind of too emotional, too twitchy, too snarky. So in the beginning when he's doing the interview with Madani, he's just I like my Frank very glib very blunt. Yeah. And very cold.
0: And we get that later in the episode.
1: We do. So maybe we just it's gonna take a minute to get there. This is still sort of proto punisher, although it shouldn't be based on Daryl Season 2. But, uh, but we've covered that ground already. Yep. Um that's one observation I have. Um the other observation I have is um well, several actually, but uh Rollins for a villain, he's good. He's, he's very good. He's yeah. very unlikable.
0: I think the villains uh Rollins, Billy, the villains were done very well in sure. this season.
1: Everyone's got proper motivation and,
0: yep. and it, it works it it works
1: well. Um but Donnie's really not good at being a field agent.
0: How so? Well, we're we're back at the
1: docks again. we <laughs> we're all where bad things always seem to happen. And, you know, they have the little the little exchange with Micro's family for for Frank and Micro. Yeah. And then, naturally, out of nowhere, Badani shows up guns blazing,
0: and we have ourselves a shootout, and agents are killed, and we gotta... Well, I think the whole point of that was to get Micro out of there. Yeah. So they don't... Get, I think that was more of a show for anything else. Guys died! Yeah, well, you know, it was a good show. Agents died! <laughs> well, you know... She's... I know, I know, Rafi,
1: you, Rafi, buddy, you got to rein her in.
0: She she gets <laughs> it's easy to push her buttons. Yes, yes, it is.
1: We do I get that. I still like the character, though. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, let's see here. Uh, also, she's very <laughs> lucky that Russo has a soft spot for her. Yeah, because he had everyone dead to rights and chose to instead take out their tires. Yeah, boy, that's convenient.
0: I mean, you know, especially when you have a 50 caliber sniper rifle, because ain't no Vest's going to stop that.
1: Yeah. So especially considering wow. that Russo probably thought that micro was dead. So at what point would he bother if he could line up his wife and his kids and Madani in one shot and just, and just start blowing them away? Why wouldn't he?
0: Yeah, I mean. Yeah,
1: seems a little again there's a lot of conveniences in this episode and that kind of took me out of it a bit but again
0: it kind of of makes you wonder if russo is is villain by choice or villain by circumstance
1: yeah it's a little bit of both like
0: because if rollins is in that position he takes down madonna absolutely yeah
1: everyone for that matter so
0: nature versus nurture i guess when it comes to billy
1: well that's a lucky thing number one yeah lucky thing number two uh, Frank is lucky that uh, there's dissension between Rollins and Russo at a very pivotal moment when Frank is probably about to be killed. Yes. Good boy. That's some good timing there. Um, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Frank, it is what it
0: is. Frank gets punched into dream sex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever, man.
1: Do what you got to do. Uh, in real life, by the way, Frank's face would be pulverized.
0: Much, much broken.
1: He would be hamburger. Yeah. So,
0: And I also, mean,
1: while we're on that subject.
0: Spitting up a lot of blood bloodthrob. Yeah, but I mean, he literally. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're let saying. Let me tell you what.
1: Flesh is soft. You don't appreciate how soft it is until it gets mangled. Yeah. And if you pound on someone like that long enough, you are going to mangle the crap out of them. Yeah. Um. Also, speaking of uh, unrealistic damage, there's a point in this episode where Frank takes a shiv and stabs Rollins in the heart,
0: and he comes up not too—it's a little high for the heart. Well, fair little, enough. Probably but, got him right above the lung, and for a guy who just got shivved,
1: he comes out of it, you know, pretty pretty on his feet and ready to keep doing some yeah. damage to Frank.
0: Yeah, I mean his adrenaline's going too, so I guess. I mean, I mean I'm not—I'm not saying it's perfect, but no, I get what you're saying. He got stabbed and bit. Yeah, I mean, all well, the bite that hurts, and, then, and you could do some damage with the bites, son. Mm. Oof. Frank gave him the Mike Tyson treatment. Um,
1: those are just my nitpick observations. Yeah. Now the the, the biggest overall thing, though, here that I I don't want to say I have, well, I guess I do have a problem with it. The, the visions and the the slash dream sequences. This is Frank's like, this is his his dilemma, his choice, his point yeah. of no return, right?
0: like he's kind of feels he's coming to the end of it he kind of knows going into this that he's probably not going to make it out alive yeah now that kind of plays into the punishment he's taking which makes a nice mixture of delusional cocktail now I,
1: I feel like I would have I feel like these flashbacks needed a stinger they needed some kind of and I think I might have said this on the show before they needed a moment where to subvert the audience expectations or just to show Frank's real commitment to what he's about to do and what he's about to become. When he's like near death and he's got to make that final choice. And Maria's like, come with me and that, which which I am, which implies like, let yourself die, join me. And you know, yay, we're dead together and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Or he can go keep doing what he's going to do, which is you know punish and whatnot.
0: That moment for me was very reminiscent of the crow.
1: Yeah, a little bit. My thought though is he he chooses the punishment. He chooses to stay and, yeah. and now. But what I might hmm, it's tough. It's it's tough because if you it could be interpreted the wrong way. But I would have what I would have liked to have seen is he chooses to stay and then he find then they cut. Back to her, and she, like, it's not her. It's a, it's a skull on a, on a face. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's death or something like that. And he's either taken aback by it, or he, or more. What I'd really like to see is we subvert all your expectations, and he's known that all along, and he's going headlong into. He is committed yeah. to being what he is. Because what ends up happening in the episode is he has that he he's you know, he chooses to stay, they they know they let their hands separate, but then later on after he kills Rollins, he's laying on the ground and he sees her reflection in the blood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to the to the viewer it's kind of implied like he regrets his decision or like you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you can see that. I I would have preferred a full on depiction your, of You want
0: your skull cowboy. I
1: I, I want I want commitment to the cause. Yeah. I want him to fully embrace his war and and that's what it is. Like the family's put to bed. Yep. And he's okay with that. Also, um, I see what they're doing here with the, uh, the, the tying Billy Russo to the, to the origin a little bit, having him be involved, but not involved with.
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of, we kind of already knew we as the viewing audience knew that, but, Frank didn't know that. So you have to have that moment where, you know, Frank probably suspects it, yeah, but just has to confirm it because he wants, I think deep down at this point, Frank wants an excuse to not kill Billy. Yeah. I think there's still that small part of him that wants to save that relationship.
1: Yeah. There is. They're brothers from but, you know, like the second service and whatnot. The
0: second Billy said he knew about it. That yeah.
1: So I know what they were going for. I just I kind of prefer. Again, I'm I'm a Punisher fan, and I'm you know this I'm, it, I'm comparing it to things I know, and but I I I don't know that I need the origin to be made personal. I kind of miss the anonymity of it and the the random chaos of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's the thing that we've talked about in the past um the problem that comics and a lot of, you know, extra medium film and television are running into is that not everything has to be connected. You know, there's like if you if you put a a reason Behind you know Thomas and Martha Wayne getting gunned down in that alley you you lose a lot of what makes Batman Batman. I think the same could be said for the punisher if you once you take away that it was the chaotic you know, element the crossfire between two mobs, and they just happen to be in the wrong place in the wrong time, and yeah, turn them into being the target and just yeah I think i I don't think that really services the the character. But again, that's kind of the, um, kind of the, the rut that a lot of these narratives find themselves in is that the need to connect to everything. And
1: I've been railing against that for a long time. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of the point where I got ripped, where it like, I became cognizant of it and. The prequels. The prequels. And, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it was the prequels. Yeah. You're right. And then in comics, I think it was uh Batman zero year. Actually, it drove me,
0: insane yeah yeah it's your, your,
1: i had to have a whole issue about yeah. gordon's trench coat because yeah. that needed an origin apparently yeah um but yeah I, and and star wars yeah you're right the prequels were kind of the uh
0: because in that that like everything yeah we
1: got to show you where everything thing. comes from it's like a, this whole vast galaxy and everything happens to like 40 people yeah maybe yeah branch it out man You've got all this limitless potential. Yep. So,
0: yeah. So that was this episode. Next week. There you we go. Yeah, we have you have the, That was yeah. pretty good. I have I have two questions that, well, one question, one thought about this character. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, next week, we will get to the finale of The Punisher, and then after that, we're going to do a Jessica Jones season one recap before we dive into Jessica Jones season two, which I have watched. Completely okay, and I enjoyed it. Okay, a lot. Spoilers. Um, so, I think in for these Netflix shows, if you want to do a Defender season two,
1: which they're not doing, which
0: has not been announced
1: yet, no, no one seems very confident that it will happen. But go on.
0: I think if you if you want to do a Defender season two, you do a Defenders versus the Punisher. Mm. You do you do a longer season, like ten episodes. The first five are the defenders versus the punisher. At this point Fisk is out and Fisk arranges for this clash to happen in one way or another. Okay. Because then you get like we get to see Frank be Frank and defenders doing cool stuff. Um and then the second half of the season is just like the classic superheroes, we fought, we had a misunderstanding, that's Marisol. let's go after the real bad guy. Um, I think that's kind of what you do.
2: I think
1: I like Frank in Daredevil Season 2, but now that he's been kind of put in his own little corner, I like him in his own little corner. I don't know that I need him to rub, to rub up against these other characters anymore.
0: See, I kind of want him to. But then again, that's where we've always kind of differed on the Punisher is you prefer the Punisher outside of the traditional Marvel cinematic universe.
1: I didn't used to be that way until I read it and it just became my it just it just works better for me.
0: And I I prefer him inside because I feel if you can make him work and make him good inside that, it makes for a better story. I just feel like I think it's easier to write the Punisher outside of the Marvel universe. You're not constrained by certain rules and universal guidelines you have to follow.
1: It's just hard to make him into some kind of hero with those other characters. It just Maybe he's doesn't... not
0: supposed to be a hero. No. Which brings but... me to my question about the character. Yeah. In this day and age we live in with a lot of stuff going on in the world and the Punisher character being, you can make the argument, being more relevant than ever, for better or for worse. Arguably. Um, should Marvel kill the Punisher? And I don't mean kill him in, like, a big event thing, make it a big flashy thing. I mean just, like, the way you'd expect him to go. Well, uh, and like, they've killed him twice in the comics, well, so... Well, yeah, but the first time he comes back as Frankencastle. It's
1: not oh, no, no I'm not talking about that. That, 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 that you... No one cares about that. I'm talking about Punisher The End by Garth Ennis, which is tremendous. It's bleak, but it's actually perfectly fitting for the character. Um, And there's also, uh, he dies in the Punisher uh, Max run that uh, Jason Aaron continued after Garth Ennis left. And um, he dies there too. And again, his character meets a grisly and fitting end
0: but again we get back to him being in the
1: in the MCU of course or and I'm sorry in Marvel comics where he's I don't know. I mean kill him why? Why kill him so they don't have to deal with potential fallout from him
0: anymore? Not not so much that. I don't know. I just I think it would make for a really good story to see like what the hero communities response would be to something like that because i don't think they
1: care if he died
0: i see i disagree i don't I, I don't think they're gonna have like a hero's funeral or something no like that.
1: no they won't
0: but like when you when you kind of look at the landscape of the way things are going in the marvel in marvel comics right now whereas you know 15 20 years ago and all the time prior to that the Marvel universe was centered on New York city. Yeah. It's very much not that anymore. You've got your street level heroes, defenders, Spider-Man, things like that. that are still very city centric, but like the ones, you know, your Avengers, your black Panther, things like that. They are not New York centric anymore. No. Um, I, I don't know. I just think there's a story there, a really good story there that can be told. And, it's a character that I mean, you can kind of justify because it it's not like he's breaking any sales records or anything. No, um, I suppose it's yeah. So you want to kill know. him off? It's not that I want to. I just think like I'm always if you can make a good story out of it, I'll listen to you. Uh,
1: I don't know. I guess it could be done. There could be something interesting there, um, but I feel like he's he's not going to meet a good end like
0: no it can't like i said it can't be like a heroic that's not really a story that needs
1: to be told i guess because it's i don't know it's kind of bleak in a bad in a it is in an unfun way
0: (laughs) i think there's a way you can do that and make it fit into the marvel comics universe and make it like relevant like i can i can see obviously he doesn't get a funeral per se but i can kind of see like the last couple pages maybe you know Peter and Matt meeting up and sharing a drink, and mm. they just like carve a, the skull into the tomb, the unmarked tomb.
1: I don't know. I'm just not sure that they would they would mourn him like that.
0: Yeah, I think they would. Mm,
1: I don't. I don't tell see us. it. But anyway,
0: well, dear listeners, tell us what you think. Should the Punisher be killed in the comics and stay dead for at least as long as Wolverine stayed dead?
1: <laughs> it's been a while. It's I been mean, a it's while. Been, it's
0: been. They. I thought he was going to be back within a year. It's been like five years.
1: Yeah. But they got old man Logan running around. and yeah, they got, They've got this. The, they've got his kid with claws. they got two the kids same. with claws. It's, I know it's not, but they got they got the Wolvie fix yeah. running around.
0: So, dear listener, if you'd like to communicate with us, tell us your opinions on this, tell us your opinion on the show, The Punisher, send us questions, interact with us. We always welcome it. You can find us on Twitter at Pod. You can find us on Facebook.com slash You can email us at TheDevilsDuePod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, com. Drew, that being said, any closing thoughts?
1: Don't install new flooring in your house if you live in the house. <laughs> That's my advice to you.
0: Yeah, I I mean I I can test. Carl, I
1: took 20 long boxes down the stairs.
0: Hey, I gave you a 20 way. I gave long you a boxes. method of doing that that would not have been as painful you chose not to do it.
1: I'm not sliding my comics down the stairs.
0: I didn't see you. You're simplifying what I proposed. It's
1: your proposal. Slide around the stairs. That's no, That's crazy. You'll, then yeah. you'll bang the books up that way.
0: No, not the way I proposed it.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I got my leg day in. So <laughs> and <how? laughs> okay, like month in, Yes.
0: Newer ones are heavier, too, because they got that premium paper.
1: Um, I think I'm switching to short boxes. Yeah. soon.
0: Yeah, that's the way to go. More trips on the stairs, though. See, <laughs> yeah.
1: You see? Column A, column B. Lighter lighter load, more trips.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Exercise. Just can't win. Okay, folks. Thank you very much again for joining us. Please uh, share, retweet, get the word out about the show. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you again for joining us. Thank